Hi, I'm Addison Price, and on this podcast, Dean Eastman and I give insight on business tips and tricks, how-tos, and fun stories. Join us and a variety of guests on your walk to class or for a quick break in your day. This is The Buzz on Business. Hi, Addie. Hello. Have we had any tricks before? I just listened to it the first I know. time. I don't think like... we've ever had tricks. Maybe our guests today can give us That's some tricks. That's right. In preparation for nope. Halloween. No pressure yeah. now. Exactly. Yeah. Now you have a big a big task. Would you like to intro our guest? I guess I could do that. Come on, you know, yeah. other work. <laughs> we have Austin McKay. Nice to meet y'all. And Zane Bridges. What's up? Woohoo! We're excited now, to have you guys here. One question I have. Did you guys know each other before you got to OSU? Not at all. No idea who this guy is. Did not meet him once. <laughs> wow. So what was the, the, the first meeting? Uh, we met at signing day. Sort of. He showed up a I little showed late. up way late. <laughs> he probably saw me. I don't think I actually met him. Uh, I was at Camp Cowboy, and then I came in late and got a tour of the house, signed, and then I was gone. So I was there approximately 15 minutes. Everyone else was there like a day and a half. That's awesome. So you guys are both in Farmhouse. Yes. Yes, yes. So how did you guys decide that those were going to be your people and get involved in Greek life? I know for me, I had some friends convince me to rush. Uh, and then I went on uh, Greek Discovery Day and then a bunch of rush dinners and just felt like that was really the place I was called to be. Uh, my brother's a senior farmer up here, and he's kind of a loser, so I wasn't trying to... <laughs> yeah. I, wasn't I trying heard to, that rumor. I yeah, didn't. we all heard that. <laughs> I wasn't trying to follow in his footsteps or anything. But when I saw what Farmhouse stood for and everything, it wasn't much of a close race for me. Yeah. I know that we had kind of talked a little bit before and you guys talked to me about how you felt like being a part of Greek life, you were able to get plugged in your freshman year and kind of join different um, student groups. And will you tell us a little bit more about some of the things that you're involved with inside of school and outside of school? Absolutely. I mean, being in Farmhouse, you're pushed to join a lot of different organizations. So I know if I was just living in the dorms or something, I wouldn't have a lot of the opportunities given to me throughout, like with my roommates and group chats. Um, I'm an SGA, which completely just fell into my lap. I didn't really know what it was until I reached out about it, and I'm super excited about that. And my roommate is on exec for Into the Streets, so I'm a part of the uh, sponsorship committee, so that's really exciting as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, for me, sort of the same thing. Those older members really helping us decide what clubs to join. There's hundreds on campus, so it can be sort of intimidating just looking at a list and trying to figure out what to be involved in, but having those uh, other members sort of help you. Uh, I've got involved in FRC, JGL, Business Student Council, and then in the streets with uh, Zane. So I know I wouldn't have been there without having a farmhouse to sort of help me along. Yeah, that's awesome. For our students that aren't in Greek life, now you know two people. You can contact Austin and Zane, no pressure, to help you get plugged in with different student organizations. We'll get, we'll get their phone numbers later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so take a step back. Uh, what were the factors that led you to choose to attend OSU? For me, um, I grew up going all all the TCU games. That's where my mom went. My dad went to Texas. So I grew up in the Big 12 I wanted to stay in the Big 12, but I wanted to get away from home. I toured Texas, and it just wasn't the right fit for me. I came up here to watch the TCU-Oklahoma State game, and I just love the staff. Uh, campus is beautiful. Uh, obviously, Spears is great. Um, so I just fell in love with it, and it was actually the only school I applied for. Wow. 
You put all your faith there. I was a little bit of the same way and only applying to OSU, but that's because I was a third generation OSU student. So um, grew up coming to game days up here in Stillwater and fell in love with it. So was there a lot of family pressure? No, no. I mean, um, my family definitely doesn't like Norman all that much, <laughs> but I was looking at other places, but when it came down to it, I had always had Stillwater on this pedestal. So that's really where I wanted to be. I know that Zane, you said that you grew up in a small town in Oklahoma. And so what was it like kind of making the transition from being in a small town and coming to OSU? I'm sure having your family helped kind of navigate the process of switching into being more of a small fish in a big pond. But yeah. what do you feel like that process was kind of like for you and how did that work? Um, just coming up here a lot kind of helped it a little bit. I did have like my grandma lives 10 minutes north of here and my brother Zach is here on campus. So I definitely had a lot more help than others kind of fitting in with that. But it is a little bit of an adjustment just navigating through that. But I'm definitely enjoying it. I love Stillwater. That's great. So what was your uh, the biggest thing you, you've learned so far in your long careers here at OSU <laughs> students? So, uh, for me, I've learned how important time management is. Obviously, with all the organizations we're involved in, with our stuff that we have to do with Farmhouse, getting school done and just getting everything done in a timely manner, it's sort of difficult at times. So you just got to be able to prioritize time in certain areas and make sure you stay on top of your stuff. That way you don't get behind in class. Yeah, just like that, I think it's also important to be able to know when you need to take a step back. Because when you have a lot on your plate, freshman year, adjusting to that, you can get in your head a lot about just stressing about what's coming up, what I have to do today. And it's just important to be able to find those times where you can kind of step back, whether it's through clubs and everything else, to just kind of have fun throughout your freshman year. I think for me, that's really intramural sports. I love participating in our intramural sports. I was, yes. I've was, i done cornhole, golf, and then flag football Wait, right now. Cornhole is a sport? Come on. Oh, come on. It's an intramural sport. It I heard you at Oklahoma State. <laughs> there you go. You have to promote it, Dean Eastman. It's an intramural oh, here at gosh. Oklahoma State. Come on. I lost in the semifinals, but uh, it was definitely fun. Just sort of having those activities so you can just, you know, go and relax and just participate in. That's fun, yeah. I, I was flipping through ESPN months ago, and there was like a national cornhole yeah. title. You've got to be kidding. ESPN's desperate for sports, I guess. It's so a they big show. thing. It's it huge. really is. I guess so. You I have had to no join idea. in on a game day. That's what you need to do. Try it out. Test yeah, the water. I just figured drunk people out there throwing things around. That's all it was. <laughs> There's I mean, like spike ball leagues now, too. Like, that's just really? another tailgate thing. Yeah. It's it's all adding up. It I really didn't is. know that. Austin, didn't you say that you... Did you break something or hurt yourself doing softball? Uh, that was baseball, yes. Baseball, I snapped my arm okay. into multiple pieces playing baseball. Um, oh, no. <laughs> then didn't you have a baseball injury as well? Yes, I broke my head bone. You might call it your skull. Your head bone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Business school, not, we're not in the in <laughs> Come on, medical, not. yeah, anything. <laughs> Eddie, I thought you said you were going to say they got hurt playing cornhole. I thought, how could you (laughs) pull a hammy? I mean, what do you do? That's why they play cornhole now is because it's safer. We had to take a step back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What what has changed? I guess when you, you you know, every freshman comes in with a perception of what college is going to be like. What have you learned? Maybe that your perception wasn't right or... For me, I thought it was going to be a lot more difficult to make friends and find sort of a group to do stuff with. Uh, I'm not sure how much of that is just farmhouse, having those guys who've sort of established those relationships that are really easy to establish just because of how much time we're spending together that have then branched off into here's my friends and then meeting them. But I came in knowing only two people 
And then just a couple months in, I already feel like I know hundreds of people at this campus. Yeah, I think going back to the time management, I think we both came in with credit hours, but I took mine at like a local like D2 school and I came in going, okay, I know what this is going to be like. I, I've got some hours under my belt. No, this is a complete <laughs> wake up call, but it's been good. And just adjusting, uh, learning, picking up new study habits that you have to fix definitely freshman year, but it's been a really good learning process for sure. I think for me, it really helped taking those AP classes because they're such difficult classes in high school that you get here and then you start taking some of these business classes and they're just the answer choices are a lot easier to find if you are studying, if you're keeping up. Obviously, you got to put that time commitment in, uh, but there's a lot less trick questions. It's just, do you know the material? Yeah, which is kind of nice. I feel like that was one thing that for me, flashing back to my freshman year, it was nice to know that when I was studying material, I was looking for studying for the correct answer and not just kind of which one is the best answer. I feel like whenever you have the best answer, I will sit and debate all of them over and over again. But being able to really study and learn the content, learn the material, it makes it so much easier to apply, which is awesome that the Spear School of Business does that. And one of the things I think is really cool about Spears in particular is coming in, I was like, oh, these classes have hundreds of people in them. I'm not going to be able to know my professor at all. And I already have relationships with my professors. I feel like I can go talk to them if I need to. If I need anything, I can just find them and they'll be there to help me. Yeah, absolutely. They make you feel special. We're great at hospitality here. <laughs> exactly. That's why I have the hospitality school in our See? college. See? It's a, a natural fit. It is. Yeah. Austin, didn't you say that you have participated or that you are currently involved in the Business Student Council? Yes, I am. We've yet to have our first meeting. Our okay. first meeting is actually on Wednesday, um, so I'm looking forward to that. We've had a couple of events. Uh, we obviously had the Chick-fil-A Day at Spears that we put on, uh, but I'm really excited to get involved in that and see how I can improve, yeah. uh, help improve Spears. That's awesome. We had Rachel McKissick on um, and she was one of our guests and she's the president of the Business Student Council. And while she was here, we talked about um, how the dean and I, we need to create a dating service because she was talking about maybe being set up with one of the dean's sons. And um, now we have a dating service and a dating app that we're <laughs> in the process of developing. So our entrepreneur students, feel free to help us with developing an app uh, or something. And but, my yeah. sons are way too old now, so it's, a, it's just <laughs> yeah. a creepy situation. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't in the moment. We were throwing it out, coming up with ideas. Just, I just hope they're not listening to this. That's all. There you go. Uh, yeah. I learned my entrepreneurship class brainstorming. You can never say no. Exactly. You just got to keep rolling with it. There you go. See? <laughs> now, I hear you are both uh, burgeoning musicians uh, mm -hmm. in terms of... <laughs> Very passionate about that. Very passionate so about music. Tell us about the, how the Folly experience was. Well, uh, here's my Folly's experience. So, went into auditions. We learned to dance. I nailed that dance. Dance, perfect. Went in, was going to sing Call Me, Babe, Call Me Maybe. Um, started singing. Realized about mm, two lines in that I could not hit any of the notes. And then I turned it into a poem. So it was a dramatic <laughs> poem reading. Um, so that was my Follies experience. Um, I can't tell any more about it because... I did not make it. I was cut. Oh, um, no. But <laughs> Short-lived. You know, Zane, what about you? So I walked into my Follies audition. Immediately, it's intimidating. There's like 15 people lined up in front of you in chairs. Like, I feel like I'm on The Voice. But I walk in and I go, can I play the piano for my audition? And they go, no. Like, this is acapella. <laughs> and I go, okay, 
thank God, because I have no idea how to play the piano. <laughs> they didn't really like that. <laughs> Hated it. So we do the dance. I only almost fall down like three or four times. So that was good. Make it through. And they say, okay, now you guys need to sing your song. So I step up. I'm looking at all of them. I'll be singing Big Time Rush by Big Time Rush. <laughs> Absolutely killed it. Hit the notes and everything. Unlike Austin here, I've been deemed the songbird of my generation. <laughs> killed it. Only got alternate spot, so didn't make it, but maybe maybe VR or something. Hey, in the alternate spot's better than, you know, cut. <laughs> Not making it, period, yeah. Well, if it, if it makes you guys feel better, I... Uh, I was kicked out of, uh, my best friend and I were kicked out of our church youth choir. Uh, we were more trouble than we were worth. And his sister actually was the head of it. So that's how bad we were. So uh. For my Follies audition, I sang the ABCs. And whenever I told them I was going to sing the ABCs, they said, can you really sing the ABCs? And I said, I don't know. I'm going to try. And I can't sing to save my life. So that was uh, how I made it in. Luckily, I'm a better dancer than I am a singer. So I was able to make it based off my dance moves. Later on, I was muted. So that's where you just have to mouth the words because you're bringing the rest of the team down. So that was my Follies experience. I'm really looking forward to watching. Uh, oh, I think we all are. Watching Tried Out and uh, Farmhouse perform. So I believe it starts next Tuesday. And we'll see how that goes. We've heard quite a few things about it. And believe me, all of them are positive. We have a... Should we talk about cheese? Oh, we should talk about cheese. cheese. We have a kid in our PC. His name is Brinley Ginzer. Hello, Brinley. And his nickname is The Cheese. Please don't ask why we don't have a name. <laughs> no one knows. We won't believe no that. Absolutely no one knows. <laughs> He's probably the leader of our Follies squad this year. He brings the energy every single time, and everyone should be there to check it out because he's going to go insane. He will have full energy. I'm not sure how much actual talent he has. <laughs> that's to be determined. Um, but the energy is there, and that's really the important part, uh, just having that energy to really bring the team together. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, whenever we first were starting the podcast, we talked about how we ha haven't really had anybody do tricks. So maybe you could bring some of your talent today. And Austin, would you give us a little reenactment of whenever you had your dramatic poem reading of Call Me Maybe? Oh, of course. Give me a second. Brief intermission. Vocal warm-ups happening now. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I threw a wish in a well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. I looked to you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I trade my soul for a wish, pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding, ripped jeans, skin was showing. Hot night, wind was blowing. Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy, but here's my number, so call me, maybe. It's hard to look right at you, baby, but here's my number, so call me, maybe. A round of applause. Austin, how did you not make it with I that? Know, that's I know, what I'm saying. Just... I thought I had it in the bag. Now we have our theme song for our dating app. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no dramatic reading during Follies? Uh, apparently not. They should start that category. Uh, they really I should. Just, uh, that should really be an event. Um, 
felt like I really would have excelled in that area. You should be a director next year. I should be a director and dramatic And only reading. let dramatic readers in. That's yes. What, that's what It's going to turn into a bunch of snapping. Remake <laughs> the Follies process. Well, this month too, we have Homecoming coming up. It's getting exciting. And this being y'all's first Homecoming as students, I know that there's so many activities that are coming up, but Zane, I know in particular, Pomping is very interesting for you. And it's such a huge part of OSU Homecoming, being able to see all of the decks and everything that the sororities and the fraternities do. Can you tell us a little bit about your pomping experience? Oh, yeah, it's a blast. I mean, our pomping room is obviously in the house, so we don't have to go anywhere. But I feel terrible for the Kappas that have to drive all the way to Farmhouse just to pomp for a little bit. But pomping has been really interesting for me just because I may be slightly colorblind. So couldn't get reduced hours for that or anything. They were just really harsh on me, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, the other day I completely butchered a section because it was purple, black, and dark blue. What? What? (laughs) So yeah, I got about halfway through and I was doing it all out of order. And one of the directors comes up and she's like, red in the face <laughs> I think I think <laughs> chews me out for a little bit and then I explain and she just kind of looks at me and just shakes her head and labels my box for me so it's been a long fun long journey I thought that process. you weren't allowed to actually pump I thought you had to have people hand you pump he's a team player he wants to help out you're just trying don't to tell anybody. <laughs> I don't want to limit myself there you go. Yeah. Set, set the bar the high goals. for yourself. Exactly. I would have thought they would have labeled it to begin with, knowing that you're yeah. colorblind. Well, that it's might... labeled in the box that you get it from, so I don't know how Zane messed it up. He could have labeled himself. <laughs> it was an error on his part, um, <laughs> but the effort's there. It's, <laughs> it's been a long week. What can I say? Do you know what colors you are colorblind? Like, is it all colors, or what are the specific colors that you cannot see? I, I just mix everything up. I don't really know how It's like I dyslexia, but being colorblind. Exactly. That's a good description, actually. Thank you. I'm dyslexic. A friend of mine is colorblind. It's the shades. Like, he knows green and blue, but if there's gradations of blue yes. or green, it just... Yeah. I, I was in, I think it was fifth grade, and... I was just coloring one day and I got an F on a little coloring assignment because my grass was red, the sky was purple because these colored pencils didn't have labels on them. And my my teacher, who was a really good friend, uh, came over and he was like chewing me out. And I just looked at him like, I don't know what to tell you, man. So (laughs) we went to the eye doctor and that's when we found out. But yeah, it's been a blast. Did you get your grade changed? Absolutely, I did. There you go. 4.0 is all the way around. Absolutely. We have to. (laughs) Another academic career saved. Exactly. All by uh, being able to see colors. Coming into college and thinking about just students that are probably going through the process right now of applying for college and getting geared up for their freshman year. I feel like senior year in high school is so exciting because there's so many big changes coming up. What would be one piece of advice that you wish you would have had coming into college? So a piece of advice you would give high school students. I would just say go to as many events as possible. Um, I really waited to go to Greek Discovery Day, but that's how I figured out that I wanted to be involved in Greek life. So if you're kind of on the fence about things or on the fence about a college, I just advise to go to those events because they're unbelievable. OSU's events are always amazing and 
you just really get to see the community from Stillwater. And I've heard that's described a lot as a big, small town, and I couldn't think of a better description. And you'll just really be able to see that firsthand when you get to campus. Yeah, I definitely think uh, Zane's right there. I'm being from Texas. Uh, it's about four hours to get here, so I missed out on a bunch of those events. I really wish I could have made it to them looking back. So just trying to get to all those events and take advantage of the events that you have left during your senior year, I think are both important. Yeah, that's great advice. I, f I feel like that was the big determining factor for me coming to OSU is I finally took the time in my second semester of a senior year to really go and visit the campus and just walk around on my own and not go and always be on a tour and always have a tour guide, but just feel out the campus for myself. And that's when I finally could really see myself here. And I knew it was the place for me. Yeah. I think the experience in it always helps. You can feel the culture and the climate and uh, see if the, it fits for you. What's uh, one thing you haven't done yet as students that you're looking forward to? Ooh. I think for me, I'm really looking forward to the baseball and basketball games. I've got to go to the football games, loved every minute of it, but uh, those other sports uh, coming up in the fall and spring, I'm really excited for. Yeah, the new baseball stadium is spectacular. Yeah, I'd have to agree with the spring sports. I mean, the last time I went to an OSU baseball game, the catcher, he was up to bat. I can't remember his name, but he, he was going off that year. And he, it, the bat slipped from his hands. And I was sitting up like behind the first base dugout and it hit me in the leg. <laughs> it was the craziest accident. So I was, I was like, ow. But then immediately my thought goes to, I got to get this bat. So I grab it off the ground and I'm like looking around and I see two security guards oh, coming no. down. And you. I feel like I'm in like John Wick or something, but I, all I want is this bat. So I'm like getting up from my seat. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I want this bat. They catch me. They did give me free t-shirts. Go Pokes. There you go. But no free uh, bat, huh? No free bat. Maybe at the next one. They were worried you were injured by being hit in the leg. You and really so they should said, have played it up more. I would have been screaming bloody murder, grabbing your leg. Could have gotten my tuition yeah, paid for. Yeah, see? Exactly. Right, right there. What was I thinking? Well, you're young. So, well, you uh, lots to learn. <laughs> <laughs> you had bad infatuation at that point. It's hard to think clearly yeah, when uh, absolutely. you're mesmerized. Do you guys, before we wrap up, do you guys have any last words of wisdom, fun facts, random things that you would like to share and tell the people on the Buzz on Biz podcast? I have a question. I'm obsessed with your bow tie right now. <laughs> like, that looks outstanding. <laughs> what is your bow tie collection like? Uh, I've got about 35 orange bow ties, and then I have about 10, 15 others. Where do you get, like, where do you shop for these bow ties? Uh, Tiebar.com. Write that down, write that down. They are not an official sponsor of no, the podcast. No, they're not, but they could but be if, if they, they would if you're like listening to right now. I'm obsessed with the paint. They have a lot of uh, orange ones, and uh, they're relatively uh, uh, affordable. Have you ever had the wooden bow ties? Do you have any of those? I do have one. You do? I, I've never worn it. Speaking yeah. of wood... Your doors. Uh, whose idea was that? Yes. Oh, the big doors in the dean's office? Yes. That was our architect. Uh, he came up with those monolithic, scary-looking Harry Potter doors. Uh, it's pretty intense. The first time I ever went to 
the dean's office, I open up the doors and I'm standing right there. Well, really, I walk out of the stairwell and I'm standing right there. I see those doors and it's pretty intimidating. But there's glass on the other sides. Like, hey, we're not hiding anything. In I know there. there's no, nothing to hide. But somehow those big doors, it is. Yeah, they pay people to rough them up like that. Yeah. So it's definitely it's a, a power move. I mean, when you think of James Bond, M had like the big couch looking door. Like that's a that's a baller move right there. Yep. They, uh, they are big. Move. And uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the big doors. I am. Big fans. How about that? Well, if they ever come up missing, we know who to look for. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right, right, right. Bow ties that's and wooden right. doors. That's right, right, right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here today and chatting with us a little bit. And you guys are awesome. I can't wait to see what the next four years for you look like. Thank you guys for having us. Thanks for having, having you. I'm uh, glad things are off to a good start. And uh, what, almost a semester down, three and a half more to go. And now for Today in History. In 1979, first overall draft pick, Irvin Magic Johnson makes his debut for the Los Angeles Lakers. He had just won the NCAA championship with Michigan State against the highly anticipated contest against Larry Bird in Indiana State. In his final year, so his first game was highly anticipated. The Lakers won against the Clippers. Uh, he got so excited that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar told him, calm down, we have 82 games to play. <laughs> so, little known fact. Being one of the best passers in the league, Johnson helped the Lakers win five NBA championships, and he himself took three NBA MVP awards. I was a huge Laker fan at this time. Now, not so much. In 1999, there were 6 billion people alive on Earth. Adnan Medic, born in Sarajevo, Bosnia-Herzegovina, two minutes after midnight on October 12, 1999. He was chosen by the United Nations as a symbolic 6 billionth concurrently alive person on Earth. Because you're probably wondering, the day of 7 billion was Monday, October 31st, 2011. And that's our podcast for today. We hope to see you next time.